Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is Tuesday, August 15th, Year of the Lord, 2023. Uh, it is Informed Daily this Tuesday, and I am your host, Anthony Cabasa. There is a lot going on, ladies and gentlemen, a lot, a lot, a lot going on. I'm sure you guys have been keeping track over on my socials of, uh, you know, Donald Trump being indicted now a fourth time, what this means for 2024, where we are as a nation. Uh, A lot of people, surprisingly, uh, telling me that this is what Trump deserves, uh, telling me, you know, hey, I'm a Republican. I voted for Trump in 2016, 2020. It is now time to move on past Donald Trump. And give someone like Ron DeSantis, who has no blemish on his record, uh, that actually has a real chance of getting elected. Um, and I am genuinely surprised. There's a lot of mixed reviews over on uh, the Twitterverse or the Xverse, I guess. There's a lot of people taking a line to their thoughts and points of views. Uh, Democrats, of course, united in unison. Uh, celebrating uh, the indictment here. I'm going to give you guys some of their reactions and what they are saying. Um, but it is, um, these are dark times, <laughs> uh, to, to say the least, man. You know, and um, it's uh, it's interesting what's happening. And, and I think that uh, regardless of what side of the political fence you are, I think it's safe to say that these are, you know, unprecedented times. I think it's safe to say that, uh, no one really expected to s- see this level of investigations, indictments, whatever you wish to call it. And, you know, uh, people want to be objective and they want to say, well, this is what happens when you go around stating that the election was stolen and it never was so on and so forth and saying like, well, not, now it's come full circle, you know, and uh What's interesting is uh, on Twitter, there's actually a video going around. It is 24 minutes long and it's 24 minutes of Democrats essentially stating that the 2016 election was rigged. I'll pull that up here for you guys. I'm actually, let me see here. I think Libs of TikTok posted it. I'll just have it ready for you guys. It's, I'll be very honest. uh, There's a lot I want to talk about. Uh, this is going to be more of an analysis where we are today. Um, there's the video now. <clears throat> this is from the RNC research. 24 minutes, and it starts with Hillary Clinton denying the election results of 2016. So really interesting how one party is able to question and uh, the other one is not. But I think that in in fairness, it looks like we're looking at a double standard. But you know what? Something I will say, and I'll say it now, and, uh, in, in, and a lot of you might not agree with what I have to say, but... Good for Democrats, man. Like, good for them. Um, they are willing to wield power and, and rule over their political enemies, come after their political enemies. Something that, in all fairness, you know, was promised going into the 2016 presidential election. Uh, it was promised that uh, people that have done wrong to America, to its institutions, to the sanctity of our liberties uh, would be punished and not a single person was incarcerated. Uh, at least to the best of my knowledge, ladies and gentlemen. But, um, you know, good for them because I, I think that there is some truth to people that say, well, now the floodgates are open, right? Now now the gloves are finally off. And uh, who knows? You know, maybe we'll see. We're going to go through some analysis. We're going to go through some back and forth. I'll let you guys decide. I'll give you guys my personal thoughts as we go along. Uh, I know I, I over on Telegram for my private chat there, 
uh, which, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you're here and you wish to join us over on Telegram, uh, that is a private a encrypted channel that I have for subscribers where you can go on there. Uh, what's neat about Telegram is you don't really need to user authenticate yourself. You can just go on there as an add-on. Uh, I got people of all walks of life that follow me there, have private conversations, and um, you know you don't have to worry about being ousted. Uh, the link is only available to subscribers. So if you wish to join us over on Telegram, see what we're talking about, talk about things that are not allowed on most socials, uh, head on over there. Uh, we also have um, uh, some other uh, exclusive member things like a book club that we have actually today is book club uh, night. And uh, we're going to be reading through, we're actually currently reading through infiltration, which kind of neatly goes into everything that we are experiencing now by Ta Dr. Taylor Marshall. And, um, you know, so we have a lot of good things for subscribers. Uh, it, it helps our work. It helps what we do here every single day. We have interviews tomorrow. We were flying out for news events. There are protests happening next week over at LA City Council with the parents going on. If you are in California, I urge you to really reconsider becoming a member here at Inform with Anthony. We are growing. We've got content daily. We've got uh, content exclusive to subscribers for as little as $5 a month, $10 a month. You can help with this channel and just do it through 2024. We're looking for a thousand new subscribers at $10 that'll help fund uh, everything that we're doing. Uh, we have an editor right now that is actually an intern and we're looking to get funds for him uh, so that we can pay him. He drives two hours every single Wednesday to come out and produce a show for us. And, and we want to thank him. So please guys, if you're listening right now and you're not subscribed for as little as $10 a month, or a $160 one-time donation, you guys can head on over to informwithanthony.com. Links are in the bio. Or if you go to my Instagram, links are in the bio to donate a one-time uh, where the full amount goes to me, or you can donate uh, $10 a month all the way to the election. It really helps us. All right. Before we get started, make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Also, we've got merch over at informanthony with, uh, informwithanthony.com. If you want to buy some merch, uh, buy yourself a little hat. You know, we've got these cool hats. Look, man, we're going through... Crazy times right now, but no matter what, we've got to trust God. This comes in different colors. We've got some mugs for you guys. We've got some tank tops for the hot summer. We've got a lot of cool stuff for you guys, man, and and, and we made it exclusively for you, for this community. So please, if you guys can, just go help support the work. All right, let's get into this very first. So first and foremost, I think people are trying to get a grasp of what's really happening here. You know, um, what what really is happening here? Um, you know, of oh. By the way, good morning, Rob. I kind of missed the chat a little bit. Sorry, guys. Uh, good morning, Rob. Good morning, Miss Nikki. Uh, good morning, Miss Brittany. Good morning, Andrea. Good morning, uh, Jennifer. Uh, good morning to Spirit Daughter, Mr. James Spinetta. Nice to see you. Sal Gonzalez is in here. What's up, brother? Um, you know, <clears throat> so we'll see. People want to know what, what exactly happened last night, right? What, what, what exactly is going on? What is he being charged for? So I'm going to bring to you this. Uh, article here, the Associated Press, Trump and 18 allies charge in Georgia election meddling as former president faces a fourth criminal case. So what makes this one different is that it looks like they're not just coming after him. Uh, they're coming after 18 allies, which include top attorneys. Sidney uh, uh, Powell is involved. Jenna Ellis is involved. And, and Rudy Giuliani is involved. Uh, there, there's some people that we used to work for in the White House. They're coming after all of them. It's not just Donald Trump they're coming after. They're coming after all these people. 
So it says here, Atlanta, it says Donald Trump and 18 allies were indicted in Georgia on Monday over their efforts to overturn his 2020 election loss in the state with prosecutors using a statute normally associated with mobsters to accuse a former president, lawyers and other aides of a criminal enterprise to keep him in power. The nearly 100 page indictment details dozens of acts by Trump or his allies to undo his defeat, including beseeching Georgia's Republican Secretary of State to find enough votes for him to win the battleground state, harassing an election worker who faced false claims of fraud and attempting to persuade Georgia lawmakers to ignore the will of voters and appoint a new slate of Electoral College electors favorable to Trump. In one particularly brazen episode, it also outlines a plot involving one of his lawyers to access voting machines in a rural Georgia county and steal data from a voting machine company. Quote, the indictment alleges that rather than abide by Georgia's legal process for election challenges, the defendants engaged in a criminal racketeering enterprise to overturn Georgia's presidential election result. That's what they're being charged with. I believe Donald Trump is the only one facing 41 felony charges. And I believe that at least everyone has one count of uh, uh, felony, um, obviously, right? Because they're they're on the list as well. But it's really interesting. And I actually have, um, oh, actually, here's some of the top ones. But that is what the Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis, whose office brought the case, said at a late night news conference. And, you know, Georgia's three hours ahead, East, Eastern time. The the This was like past midnight, I think, their time. Because this happened like 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock last night. Like eight o'clock going into nine o'clock. Hmm, I don't know. So it was definitely uh, very interesting uh, last night to see that all unfold and so rapidly, so fast. So it says here other defendants include former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, Trump attorney and former New York City Mayor uh, Rudy Giuliani, and a Trump administration Justice Department official Jeffrey Clark, who aided. Uh, the then president's efforts to undo his election loss in Georgia. Other lawyers who advanced legally dubious ideas to overturn the results, including John Eastman, Sidney Powell, and Ken Chesebro, were also charged. Willis said the defendants would be permitted to voluntarily surrender by noon, August 25th. She also said that she plans to seek a trial date within six months and that she intends to try the defendants collectively. The indictment's bookends a remarkable crush of criminal cases four and five months each in a different city that would be daunting for anyone never mind someone like trump who is simultaneously balancing the roles of criminal defendant and presidential candidate it comes just two weeks after the justice department special counsel charged him in a vast conspiracy to overturn the election underscoring our prosecutors after lengthy investigations that followed the january 6 2021 riot at the u.s capitol have now two and a half years later taking steps to hold Trump to account for an assault on the underpinnings of American democracy. So here we are, right? Just two weeks after the January 6th indictment at the, at the federal level. And, you know, I, I saw an interesting post that said, you know, if you think that this is anything, essentially the post said what they're trying to do is they are trying to bankrupt him. Uh, there is a lot of people online that have posted some of the financial filings from the FEC records. 
uh, that show that Donald Trump is spending a lot of his campaign money or, yeah, I'd say a lot of his campaign money in, in, in the millions for sure for some of his legal defense. And to that, I have to say to the people that think that posting those FEC records are some sort of gotcha or you are being conned. There is this one person who I used to admire a lot for his political commentary. His name is Pedro Gonzalez. I used to think I'm a very high, in, highly intellectual person. Um, I, I found to be his takes, uh, you know, very um, uh, non-compromising. Uh, and now for whatever reason, you know, he, he's completely against Trump. And he has been posting some of the filings that show that Donald Trump is spending some of his campaign money or funneling some of his campaign money, something of that sort. Um, to, to essentially pay for legal fees. And to that, I have to say, like, well, what do you think, man? Like, they're, they're, they're charging him in four different areas. He's got the New York City indictment. Then he's got the Florida indictment with Mar-a-Lago and, and, and the keeping of the records there. Then he's got the January 6th indictment. And now he's got the Georgia indictment. I, I have a serious question for any Trump hater or, or anyone that dislikes Trump. What do you think he's going to do? Why would he not? And I mean, he literally, that's how he fundraises. You know, this Pedro guy, never met him. I, I've texted him before. I have his number. I texted him recently to see if he wanted to debate Laura Loomer. Never replied to me. And that's fine. That's okay. Not calling him anything. Not going to name call him. Not None of that stuff. It's not against, I still follow the guy. Um, it, but but here's here's the thing is, he made a comment where he said, you know, that the, that Trump is holding a gun to boomers and taking their money, essentially saying that you are being conned out of your money. He said something along those lines. And to that, I have to say, I'm I'm signed up to the Trump campaign. I get those emails. Nothing on there is misdirecting or misleading. Everything on there says, I need your help because I'm being indicted. Donate today to help me out here. What do you think? Like, what person is being called out of their money? Like, I'm sorry, but regardless of who you're supporting, whether you're a DeSantis supporter, whether you've turned your back on Trump, whether you think he's too divisive, whatever the case might be, that's okay. Everyone's entitled to, to their opinion, even if it's wrong. <laughs> but what... In, in what universe do you live that you think it is wrong for the first president ever to be indicted to this magnitude, who's the front runner to, of the Republican Party and is leading in the polls against Joe Biden in many states? I would argue most states. What makes you think that it is wrong or that it is unnatural or that it is unforgiving even that he is raising money off the backs of his supporters, the people that support him. I've literally talked to people and I say, like, are you OK? Like knowing that your money potentially could be going to his legal defense funds. And he's like, uh, duh, how else is he supposed to fight back? Like, sure, he's a billionaire, but he doesn't have that kind of money Four different areas that he's fighting. Uh, at these at these court hearings and, and indictments. What are you on about, bro? It, it, it It's such a low IQ take to me. But you, you don't think his supporters know this? 
if, if you are already donating to Donald Trump, you should be aware that this man is being indicted now for a fourth time. You, you really think that his supporters care that they're $5, $10 a month or whatever it might be. Let's say $1,000. You know, you made a one-time donation of $1,000. is being used for legal defenses to hire an attorney. You think these people feel conned out of money? Hey, you promised to use that on, on leaflets that you were going to hand out at, at Iowa State Fair. Why are you using this for a lawyer? You genuinely think that's an argument to be had? And, it, and it's crazy to me because that's literally, there are threads on Twitter right now that make that argument that Donald Trump is a con man because he's receiving campaign donations from those poor disabled grandmas sitting at home and that it is your duty to inform them that the money is not going really toward their campaign to help them get reelected, but it's actually going into hiring lawyers. What, what universe do you live in that you think that this is some kind of con? I'm sorry. Like, what are we doing here, man? You know? Yeah. Jim Garcia. I'm depending on it. Use the money. I'm sending you money. Use it for legal defense funds. What are we doing here? Right? I mean, it's just, it's ludicrous to me. So, you know, of course, here we have CNN switching, switching a little bit here. You know what? I don't like that this is not in full view for you guys. How do I fix this? Okay. I like this better. Sorry. I'm going to have to make myself just a little bit smaller. My head is just too big, and I want you guys to be able to see the article. So it says, so this is CNN, and this is Trump's fourth indictment moves America closer to an election precipice. It says, the most astonishing aspect of former President Donald Trump's fourth criminal indictment is not the scale of an alleged multi-layered conspiracy to steal, listen to this, to steal Georgia's electoral votes in 2020 from their rightful winner. It is that Trump, the accused kingpin of the scheme to overturn Joe Biden's victory, who was charged on Monday along with 18 others, could in 17 months be raising his right hand as the 47th president and swearing to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution he was accused of plotting to shred. The grave political crisis created by Trump's aberrant uh, presidency and subsequent effort to hold them to account deepened significantly just before midnight with the unsealing of yet another indictment against him. This one from this one from a grand jury in a critical swing state of Georgia. The charges in this state, which bring to 91, the total number of criminal charges he's facing across four separate cases, intensified an already epochal collision. Epochal, this collision between Trump's now extreme legal quagmire and the 2024 election in which he is a front runner of the Republican nomination. The 98 page indictment includes 41 counts that chart in stunning detail an alleged conspiracy to pressure local officials make false statements about electoral fraud to state legislatures, harass election workers and solicit Justice Department officials and then Vice President Mike Pence. It also alleges an attempt to unlawfully breach election equipment in Georgia and elsewhere and includes a list of actions by Trump and associates. It says were all attempts to advance the conspiracy. Now, before we move on any further, I need you guys to understand one thing. One thing 
and 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 I say this because there's probably going to be people that are like, oh, you know, Anthony is finally you know pro Trump. This is that. I have never, I, I I've never, I told you guys if you guys know my story, but I'm going to make it a quick one just in case you don't know who I am or how I got politically involved. My entire adult life, I have never. I'm 35 years old. I've never voted in a presidential election. I didn't even vote in 2016. I didn't care for either candidate. I'll be honest with you. I liked Donald Trump more than I liked Hillary Clinton, but not enough to get me to vote. During this time, I was active duty military. I was moving around a lot. And I, I'll be honest with you, even though I wanted to vote in the 2016 election, I didn't understand how it would work for me living in a different state other than my home address here in California. Because when you move and you're in the military, you get to vote from what I understand. And again, I don't know all the technicalities, all the text behind it. You get to vote in your country, your, your home state. Not your country, sorry, your home state. So I could send in a mail-in ballot, but I didn't understand any of that. So I just didn't care. I've never cared for politics. I've said this before. Then 2016 happened and everything became so polarized I went to school, left the military, went to school. Everything was hyper-political. Everything. The way you eat, what you think. Oh, you have a red color cap. You're, 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 a, you're a fascist. All these things came to light. I'm like, dude, what's up? Why is everyone talking about politics all of a sudden? Who cares about Donald Trump? Who cares about these people? And then the media went on their barrage, continued their barrage of of falsifying things about Donald Trump that I had to look into and say, bro, the mainstream media is lying to us. And I had to look around at other Hispanics and Latinos and say to myself, bro, you're, you're being conned. That's not what he said. Look at the full context. We're being lied to. And that is when I decided to make it my mission to essentially bring the truth. Not my truth, just the truth. I wanted to post online the reality of who Donald Trump was, who our politicians are, and, and what we could do to change things. Because I've often said, and people tell me this all the time, I don't care to be politically active. I don't care for politics the same way I was because I just stated it to you guys. But the reality is everything that you do is politically connected from your job to the job availabilities to how big the, the site is on uh, of your company to the taxes that you pay every single two weeks or month, depending, you know, how often you pay your taxes. Everything is politically connected. How much you pay in taxes to purchase, you know, I've got a pair of AirPods here. Politics affects how much this is going to cost, the total cost of it, how much you're going to pay in taxes. Everything and anything you can think of is polit has been tainted by politics. From, from how much you pay in gas to how much you're paying in rent. Everything, 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 everything. I can't think of a single thing outside your faith of, for Christ is affected by. And even then, that could be politically tainted because they try to close down our churches, right? But you can't close down God. That's just the reality. They can try, but it'll never happen. And my mission has been to just, I, I just, this is the reality of things. And I forgot where I was going with this. I'll be very honest, <laughs> but it, it's just, it's just, it's just, 
And, and then we have this by Corey Bush, you know, part of the squad this morning. It says Trump, 18 allies indicted in Georgia. They're charged with conspiring to overturn 2020 election. It is former president's fourth criminal indictment this year. Good morning. And there's a picture of all the people that are getting indicted and they're celebrating. They're laughing at us. You know, that's like that movie from the Joker, you know, um, you know, people are dying and you're laughing. This is not, but I think I remember what I, the point that I was making. Then I got politically involved in 2020. People are saying like, Oh, all of a sudden I'm pro Trump. One thing that I've always said, I remember exactly where I was now. One thing that I've always said is how are you going to convince people to vote in the 2024 election if your message has always been that elections are rigged and stolen how this doesn't mean that i want the guy arrested for quote unquote lying i think it's his first amendment right to be able to question the 2020 election again i mean look at this Lives of TikTok. Here's a compilation of Democrats denying election results. Will any of them be held accountable? Check this out. 24 minutes of this. I'll maybe play a minute or two. You can run the best campaign. You can even become the nominee. And you can have the election stolen from you. How can you win with Russian interference, though? That's, That's a real what thing. I'm scared about no, in 2020. But, but rightly. Because right. I think he's an illegitimate president that didn't really win. So how do you, you know, fight against that in 2020? You are absolutely right. He's an illegitimate president in my mind. Would you be my vice president for Canada? <laughs> Folks, look, I absolutely agree. Trump didn't actually win the election in 2016. He lost the election and he was put into office because of Russia's interference. Russia interfered with our election attacked our democracy for the sole purpose of artificially placing someone at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. They were successful. Trump knows he's an illegitimate president. The president-elect, although legally elected, is not legitimate. I don't see this president-elect as a legitimate president. You said you believe that Russia's interference altered the outcome of the election. I do. We have a president who, if in fact it is proven, uh, has been assisted by the Russians and may in fact not be a legitimate president. The one thing that Trump is fearful of uh, when it comes to his being president is that finally we will see how illegitimate his victory actually was. I have an objection. This goes on for 24 minutes. And these aren't just like, uh, you know, a, a local activist. This isn't, you know, James Klug. Uh, you know, conservative commentator going on the Huntington Beach Pier and asking people if they believe that the 2016 election was stolen. And you're hearing from like some Democratic wackos saying like, yeah, it was it was rigged against Hillary Clinton. And, you know, this isn't a knock on James Klug. That's that's my boy. That's our boy. We support my boy, James Klug around these. These are top Democrats. This is Hillary Clinton. This is Dianne Feinstein. This is Cory Booker. This is. All these people, Hakeem Jeffries, these are all these people that went on for years, including this, the, the current press uh, press secretary at the White House tweeted out back in 2018, I believe, that we have an illegitimate president and that Donald Trump is not the right, the rightful president. And now you are telling me that Donald Trump doesn't have that same right. Go kick rocks. I, I I don't you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stay here and, and berate anybody. But dude, give me a break. 
This is why, you know, I, I it, it, it baffles me that I have Republicans down my direct messages over on Instagram telling me that this is what Donald Trump deserves for lying to the American people. My brother and sister in Christ, for years after the 2016 election, and now we have a tw- – this is just – and I'm sure this isn't – you know, you could probably make this infinite, thousands of hours, thousands of minutes of people denying the 2016 election result. And and you're telling me that Donald Trump ha- doesn't have that same right? And look, I'll be very honest with you guys, and I've said this. I believe every single election for quite some time has been rigged. Rigging, what that means is that you stack the odds against someone. So, for example, okay, this is just an example of how I believe elections are rigged. And again, this isn't a, a definitive case. I'm not saying you know, whatever it is. But I, I would argue in many places. I think it's rigged for Republicans, and I think it's rigged for Democrats. Gerrymandering, uh, being able to divide up, uh, you know, these political imaginary lines on states so that it favors Democrats more, that it favors Republicans more. You know, th- that's one instance. A, a second instance is requiring no voter ID. How can you verify that these people are actually who they say they are? If you can't verify it through an ID, that's that I believe that's rigging because who knows who's the who, who are these people? They they say they say who they are, but are they really? You don't know. How do you know that? Right. Another way, for example, and this came out in Florida in Florida, and I believe it was like a suburb of Orlando that admitted one of the city council members out there or some city employee admitted that the DNC in Orlando, Florida, target the black demographic by going out and collecting their mail-in ballots. But these are the only communities that they go to. They only go to black communities in this Orlando area because they know that most black people are voting Democrat. That is why they only go after black residents. To me, that's rigging. Why not collect the white one? Why not connect the, the Hispanic one? A lot of people know that in Florida, a lot of the Hispanics are Cuban refugees. A lot of them hate communism. A lot of them are voting red. That's why Miami went red. Right? That's why they were able to overturn their school their school board out there. It's the third largest school board, uh, school district in the entire nation. They just went from Democrat to Republican because Cubans have had enough. Venezuelans have had enough. These are people that live under socialist and communist regimes. They already know the warning signs. They're like, oh, wait a minute. This sounds way too familiar to me. I'm not voting for this. Absolutely not. So that's another form of rigging. It's only going out. You know, I I, I, I remember doing like a um, an analysis a breakdown uh, in my old Twitter account of the, the people most loyal to the Democratic Party. If I'm not mistaken, the two demographics that are the most loyal to the Democratic Party, in, meaning that they – in overwhelming majority vote for Democrats is the black community, specifically black women and the Jewish community. Asia, like, and I think after that, it's like Hispanics. And then I think it's like Asians. And then I think at the very bottom, I don't know if it was like whites or something like that. I think if I'm not mistaken, that might be obviously updated 
We've got millions of new people. Voting patterns have changed. School boards are doing a really good job at, at flipping people's minds about what party is truly there for parental consent and parental rights and, and, and all this stuff, right? But then, so that's a form of rigging to me. You are rigging something. You are willfully doing something that you know will tilt the favor to one side over the other. Now, here's my question to you. But is it illegal? And the answer is no. That's where I differ from a lot of people. And I'll move on from my position because I just want to make it perfectly clear. That's always been my position. My position has been, do I believe that elections are rigged? Absolutely. Absolutely. But I believe they're rigged legally. And again, I just broke down using factual data and, and factual accounts. You can Google it yourself or DuckDuckGo it or Freedom Spoke it, whatever search engine you use. You can look it up yourself. Does rigging happen? Absolutely. All the time. Every election. Every single election. Now, was it stolen? Meaning that they knew that they won the in that area and they deliberately went out and sabotaged votes or whatever the case? I That I cannot say definitively. Does it happen? Maybe. Sure. I, I have been training... And again, I can only speak for myself. I have sat down in trainings for ballot harvesting where the trainers uh, essentially say that there are some people that go out and ballot harvest that deliberately leave out the Republican votes so that they cannot be counted. There has been accounts throughout the country of this. But this is what I have to say to those people. So then... You have to go out and ballot harvest. If your complaint is, but Anthony, I have proof that there are people that are collecting ballot ballots and they're throwing out the Republican ones. Okay, my sister and brother in Christ. So then you and three people that you trust need to go out and replace those people. Because let's just be clear here. More than likely, especially if you are a Christian person or claim to be, you are not going to be throwing out any ballots because you have integrity, because you have honor. And if the person that you didn't want wins, even though you and all your friends did the ballot harvesting, well, then there, you have that peace of mind saying, you know what? I This person won. We, we were there. We collected the ballot harvest. We connected with every person that we collected the ballot from. And they won. And at least I feel at ease knowing that there was more election integrity in my specific district because me and my team went out and ballot harvested. But if your answer to corruption and stealing and rigging is to just sit back and do nothing, then my brother and sister in Christ, nothing will ever change. Now, I'm not going to make today about how useless Republicans are and how nobody fails to do anything. I'm not going to make it about that, you know, but again, I mean, take a look at this man, 24 minutes, 24 minutes of Democrats denying that in 2016, Donald Trump was a rightful winner. Don't know what you want from me. You know, what can we do? 
So this is uh, Charlie Kirk, and and I, personally, I feel like he has been one of the better ones. Uh, Charlie Kirk, founder of Turning Point USA, the largest conservative grassroots movement in the entire nation, um, arguably, right? Um, but he has some really good points. And it says here, actually, you know what? Can I go back to, I think I'm going to share this one because I, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go back because he has some really good points out here. It says here, 13 hours, telling the public to call lawmakers, blah, 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 blah. This is an actual line of indictment. There are no more Rubicons to cross. <laughs> oh, he went, he went off, man. He went off. All right. So I believe this is where it starts. Asking for phone calls is now uh, uh, a criminal conspiracy. And then it goes on to list all the things that Georgia is indicting Donald Trump on. It says this Georgia indictment is literally an attempt to criminalize lobbying a legislature. Uh, a constitutional right. There are no more Rubicons to cross. MSNBC is celebrating and giggling tonight. We do not have an opposition party in America. I agree, man. And actually, just so you can see, this is how our enemies were celebrating last night, ladies and gentlemen. Benny Johnson, Hillary Clinton is literally laughing at you on MSNBC while President Trump gets indicted in yet another political show trial in Georgia. Listen to this. She just so happened, by the way, she just so happened to be on MSNBC live with Rachel Maddow when this indictment came through and it was breaking news and they both got to break it together. Huh. Interesting, huh? Fancy meeting you. Oh, I can't nice believe this. <laughs> yeah, this is not the circumstances in which I expected to be talking to you. Nor me, Rachel. It's always good to talk to you, but honestly, um, I didn't think that it would be under these circumstances. Yet another set of indictments. This is something very fancy meeting you. Mm -hmm. I didn't think that. Um, it's good to talk to you. Me, Rachel, expected to be talking to you. In which I circumstances in which I expected to be talking to you. Nor can't nice believe this. <laughs> yeah. This, yeah. 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 It's not broken. I'm just playing that for you over and over again, hoping to ignite that fire inside of you, ladies and gentlemen. This is not the circumstance of this. Yeah. 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 This is not the circumstances. Bro, imagine, imagine the entire 2016 election was about locker up. Locker up. We're finally putting these people away and live on air on MSNBC with Rachel Maddow with the red ominous background there for you guys to see. Here she is just cackling away. We got him. We got him. I mean, imagine, you know, like here you were maybe, I don't know, maybe worried that you were going to be going to prison once Donald Trump got elected. And, you know, he just didn't go through with it for whatever reason. It is what it is. But um, here we are, man, you know in which I expected to be talking to you. Nor me, Rachel. Nor me. I am shocked, Rachel. Man. Nor me, Rachel. Nor it's me. always nor me, Rachel. Nor, nor me. Rachel. Oh, nor man. Me. Oh, shucks. Man, we got this guy again. Oh, man, grand jury returns 10 indictments in Trump. Pro wow, man. Nor me. Deal. Nor me, Rachel. It's always good to talk to you, but honestly, um, I didn't think that 
it would be under these circumstances. Yet another set of indictments. Good for them, man. You know, good for them. Honestly, I and I said this on my Telegram. Good for them. It's not. You guys got to understand. You know. Um, and I've said this before. People have said, oh, Anthony is new to the political scene. He's a grifter. He's a shill, et cetera, et cetera. I, 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 earlier today, I, I talked to you guys about, or early in the podcast, I talked to you about what made me join uh, the political scene. Uh, I had left the military, never been politically active. I came back to Los Angeles, my home. I saw that it was in shambles after having served for over a decade. I wanted to buy a house. I had some kids already. I was looking at taxes. I saw how expensive it was to buy a house. That's what got me politically active. It was a constant barrage of lies from the social media telling you that one party, good, and orange man, bad. And I've always loved my community. I love being Hispanic. I love the food, the culture, the music that we bring into things. But one thing I hate is that the enemy, the devil himself, has been able to have a firm grasp on the Hispanic community and lied to them over and over again. And we're just being pushed around. And my mission with Inform with Anthony, my mission as even before Inform with Anthony, I was a conservative Latino, was to bring a different perspective, a different narrative than what the mainstream media was doing. We did it in English. We did it in Spanish. We're going to get back into the Spanish going into 2024. We've got some plans with that. Um, but what's happening right now, and, you know, it's, it's, there's really no words because, again, the same thing with the rigging. I believe that almost any president can be held accountable for something. They've probably all done something wrong. And this is what I mean by good for Democrats. Because at least they understand, and this is something that took me many years to understand, is that it's not live and let live. It is rule or be ruled. It is a simple fact. Um, it is something that many want to be in denial about. They don't want to admit that that's really what it's about. It's, it's either you and your principles and your Christian values rule over evil or evil will sense your weakness in taking hold of that power bestowed, bestowed upon you by your creator, by our creator, and he will manipulate, he will weasel his way in, and he will try to get in there to make you doubt, to make you immobile, to make you complacent, to make you tolerant, to make you indifferent to everything that is happening today. So, you know, going back to what I was saying, you know, pe people say like, oh, Anthony's not a real Republican. You're, you're absolutely right. I, Anthony Cabasa, declare here today that I am a rhino. I am a Republican in name only. And I am a registered Republican. And I've only said this one other time before. The reason why I am a rhino is because I have no political party that fully encompasses my beliefs, my values, my traditions. The Republican has inched further left and left culturally, socially, Politically speaking, they continue to cave to the left-wing mob, those disaffected from the left-wing mob, and are now turning the GOP into the DNC light. And I will always probably be a rhino because it's the only political party I feel we have left. And by we, I mean Christians, conservatives, right? 
That's all we have left. There is no other party. There's no libertarian party is gay and cringe. Absolutely. And I and I mean that not as like a like as a derogatory slur, but I mean that in the sense that the Libertarian Party itself has said we have always fought since our inception of the Libertarian Party. We have always fought for LGBT rights. So that's what I mean by that. And so with Democrats, it's the same thing now. And the Republicans are also now that's where we're headed. The California GOP end of next month is going to rewrite what it means to be married, the definition of marriage, that it's no longer between a man and a woman, that the California GP now just recognizes marriage to include traditional marriage. We have different kind, different kinds of marriages now. And so I say I'm a rhino because it's the only political avenue I have left. Um, I, I am actually ashamed to call myself a Republican. I am ashamed that that is the only party I have left. I am ashamed of what it's become. I am ashamed of where it is. I am ashamed to be associated with the likes of Ted Cruz and Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell and, you know, this this guy from Georgia saying that it is time to put Trump away and it is time for the Republican Party to to go back to its neocon days. Right. I am. It, it's a uh, it's embarrassing, really. It, it's embarrassing just how cuck and weak and spineless Republicans are. I it's truly shameful. I I, I almost just like it, it's um there's really just no words of just I I I wish that there was a political party that was strong enough morally and and spiritually that I could associate myself with kind of like you know the way I think about it is and, and bear with me here for a second. It's, it's like Spartans. You know what I mean? Those those were the tip of the spear. These were fighting soldiers. These were people that understood what it meant to defend your land and to fight back and, and to be the tip of the spear and, and to train daily, right? I wish there was a political party like that so I can actually have pro- like some sense of, of being proud of where I come from, what my political affiliation is. When people ask me how you do identify politically, it's embarrassing to say I'm Republican. It really is. Because here we are, four indictments letter, and I still have Republicans messaging me that it's time to come to terms that Donald Trump is simply a corrupt man, a divisive man who simply cannot win. I don't understand how... A, people like that are allowed to vote and that it is what it is, right? My, my freedoms, right? But secondly, I don't understand how those people don't understand that it's not about Donald Trump, man. They're making it about Donald Trump. They're, they have sold you a lie. They have sold you the Trojan horse that, hey, look at this Trojan horse we're offering you. We're, we're willing to get rid of this guy because he's so corrupt. But inside of it, it's it's you and me. It's a plan to destroy all of us because it, they can come after the leading Republican in the Republican Party. They can come after anybody. This is what people don't understand. It's not about Trump. See, too many in my party believe 
that if we just simply get past Donald Trump, it'll all go back to normal. We can just go back. We can go back to pre-9-11 America. I'm here to tell you, my beloved brothers and sisters, we're not going back. There is no going back. Like Charlie Kirk said, there are no Rubicons to cross. We're not going back. You can stick your fingers in your ears. You can shut your eyes tight. You can say blah, la 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 la. That's fine. If you want to be weak, if you want to be indifferent, if you want to continue doing your Monday to Friday routine and then relaxing on the weekends, that's fine. But the reality is, is we're never going back, man. It's over. We're never going to go back. There is no going back. That time will never exist again in American history. It never will. There might be better times ahead, but it all depends on you. How bad do you want those better times? Is it enough to get involved? Is it enough to ballot harvest? Is it enough to sign up for your local campaigns to help school boards flip? To continue inching better and better. This book right here that I'm reading with my book club is called Infiltration. In this book, it talks about how communists knew that in one life they would never achieve what they planned to do in one lifetime. They knew that. They knew that they would go to their deathbed not having achieved what they set out to do, but they didn't care. The only thing they cared about was handi- was dying, having done a life's mission work to communism and their ideologies and their secularism, that they are able to pass down that work over. Let me see here. Do I, I wonder if I have it still. I have it highlighted here. This little segment reminds me of like when... Uh, when Alex Jones says, I've got a meme here, and I lost it in the pile, but boy, does it say everything. <coughs> Excuse me. Let me see if I can pull it up for you guys. Mm. Don't tell me I deleted it, because I'm going to be very pissed. Oh, well, it is what it is. But anyways, this book talks about this. It talks about how our enemies have been working at this since the 1800s, since perhaps even before. I mean, Satan has literally been working at this since the beginning of time. And and here we are, you know, wanting all this to just go away, putting our heads in the sand and wishing for all this to go away. Got some news for you, man. It's not, it's not going to wait. They're just going to take more. That's it. You putting your head in the sand just means it's going to get worse. That's what it means. And you know what? I welcome it. Uh, a lot of people are like, man, I actually, you know, this past Sunday, I went to church and my wife introduced me to this couple and she goes to Bible study. I go to Bible study and on her woman's group, there is a woman that um, recognized her 
and recognize that she's married to me. And they're like, hey, you know, Diana Cabasa, like, are you married to Anthony Cabasa? And she's like, yes. And I was like, man, I, me and my husband follow him. Wow. Like, that's amazing to like see you guys here. So long story short, we finally got to meet this couple on, on Sunday. It's a fairly decent sized church. It's not like a mega church. Uh, so sometimes you miss people, right? Especially if you're not in constant talks with people. You've got your set groups of people that you usually go say hi to after church, so on and so forth. And one of the things that they told me was, you know, that um, they, they were excited for the work that I do. And like always, I forget the freaking point and I'm going to have to come back to it. But um, I, I think what, the point that I was trying to make was that I, I told, you know, they're like, hey, you know, we, we've been wanting to donate to your work, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, hey, it, it's fine. They're like, yeah, you know, we, we thought about like donating like $5 a month. And then we told ourselves like, what is $5 going to do? And I'm just like, dude, the worst thing you can do is do nothing thinking you can only do a little. You know, but uh, I forgot what the point there was. Damn it, man. I got to write these things down. Who does what? I need a notebook. Damn it. I'm going to write these things down. Let me see. Where's my paint? piece of paper? I'm just going to write these things down from here on out because, damn, that was such a. I, I knew it was going somewhere with this. And I just forgot where I was going to go with it. Write it down. Notes. Because. Let me just write this down. Notes. Because I have severe. ADHD. Do not touch. This is dad's. That way, sometimes my kids come in here and they grab stuff, you know. Um, damn it, I forgot what I was going to. But anyways, um, good family though. I don't know where I was going with that, but uh, I knew I, I'm sure it was going somewhere, but. Let's take a look at what Donald Trump is saying. So, so as of five hours ago, uh, he posts, you know, witch hunt. And then um, uh, five hours ago, he puts, uh, oh, and by the way, if you think that Donald Trump is just going to stop talking about these things, he's not. Um, he's not going to be, he's not going to stop talking about these things. He's actually doubling down. And so this is him over on Trump social says a large, complex, detailed, but irrefutable report on the presidential election fraud, which took place in Georgia, is almost complete and will be presented by me at a major news conference at 11 a.m. on Monday of next week in Bedminster, New Jersey. Based on the results of this conclusive report, all charges should be dropped against me and others. There will be a complete exoneration. They never went after those that rigged the election. They only went after those that fought, that fought to find the riggers. So he's doubling down. And I think that this is where people feel frustrated. It's like, oh, dude, why double down? But it's very interesting. What are the odds that he's about to receive this large, complex, detailed, and irrefutable report the same week he gets indicted? And now he is going to present that evidence Monday at 11 a.m.? Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I know my dog's going crazy because people knocked on the door. I don't know who knocked on the door. I got to get one of those signs. Oh, wait, where am I going with this? Because now I'm forgetting. I got to get one of those signs on the door that says, uh, and I've seen it for nurses. I've seen it for people that work night shift. I've seen these signs. They're a little hostile, and that's fine. I love hostile, but it says, I work night shift. 
please do not ring the doorbell because it will set my dogs off. I will come out <laughs> and beat you over the head if you ring this doorbell. Something along those lines. I need to get one of those signs while I'm doing my podcast. I think this is like the first time that you guys have probably heard my dogs bark because somebody is uh, knocking on the door. They only rang once, so it doesn't seem like anyone's dying. But I'm not sure who's delivering it unless, I don't know, did I order something? I don't know who's delivering anything. Anyways, going back to Donald Trump, it looks like he's doubling down. And it looks like uh, this upcoming Monday, he is going to be giving a press conference, essentially showing conclusive report that the 2020 election was rigged. I don't know how I feel about this. To me, I'll be honest with you guys. I'm a little tired. I'm a little exhausted with the he said, she said. <sighs> this is not me fake yawning. That was me just thinking about how exhausted I was. And I'm actually tired about it. But here's here's the reality. Is I get the frustration. I get that. Um, it's a constant back and forth. Who's right? Am I right? Is he right? Is everybody right? Is everybody wrong? And look, at the end of the day, what's so interesting to me is I'm taking a look at the QAnon folk. I'm I'm heading over to their to their fields over there, to their socials. They they're still in on it, man. They still believe that this all needs to happen, that this was a plan all along, so that Donald Trump can finally submit into evidence all the evidence he has of the 2020 election results. I don't know. Here's what I will say, though. And I say this objectively. I'm all for it. And what I mean by that is, if this, I, I really want, I, I want the entire nation to be tuned in. Because apparently, this 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 is going to be, this trial is going to be televised. So everyone's going to be able to tune in. I am all for televising this indictment and, and the case because what I want is hopefully once and for all with so many eyes glued to their TVs and so many people tuned in and paying attention that the evidence is submitted and for people to see it for themselves, it's important you listen to what I'm saying. I want Donald Trump and his team to submit the evidence so that people can see and hear the evidence for themselves and decide yes or no. Not to be confused with, let the judge and the jury decide whether the evidence is true or false. Two different things. And I think it's important to understand why those are two different things, right? But if this means once and for all, we can submit the evidence and and you guys hear it and, and, and listen to it and you're like, mm, not entirely on board, chief. Then, hey, that's your prerogative. And if there's evidence to it, then, okay, well, what happens next, right? We'll see. We'll see. All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and leave it there. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Um, it's going to it's gonna be crazy. And, you know, me and my crazy little hair, 
that's been sticking out this entire this one right here stupid hair oh why can't you just be like all the other hairs you know just oh apparently it is well now it is i fixed it okay i fixed it everyone disregard but i'll, I'll be here with you guys I'll, we'll, we'll be tuned in we'll be live streaming these things well you know we'll strap in man strap in because it's gonna get crazy it's gonna get ugly and it's gotta and the most important part it's gotta get worse still it's still gotta get worse now the one thing i will say before signing off here ladies and gentlemen other than make sure you hit that like button make sure you subscribe make sure you share this with at least two friends this week the one thing i will say is and I, and I thought it was a very interesting theory. What's going to happen? What's going to happen when Donald Trump beats all these cases and he secures the nomination for a Republican presidential candidate next summer, going into the summer? And I've said this here before. Before the Supreme Court goes into recess next summer, they overturn same-sex marriage at the federal level. Think about that for a second. The left is celebrating right now, rightfully so. They're out there making reaction videos. You got Hollywood actors dancing and making videos, dancing on the street, laughing at Donald Trump. But let me ask you a serious question. What's going to happen when Donald Trump beats all his cases, secures the Republican nominee, meaning he's going to be the Republican to go into the general election, and he wins overwhelmingly? Support by everybody. And they overturn same-sex marriage at the Supreme Court level going into the summer, next summer, right before the election. Ladies and gentlemen, damas y caballeros, it is going... If you thought... <laughs> <laughs> if you thought that the Floyd riots were bad, oh, 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 they're gonna pale in comparison to what our nation is bracing itself for going into next summer. It's all building up, ladies and gentlemen. The stage is set. Enjoy the show.